you could be drinking and stuff. Put your chapstick on. <laughs> I'm just going to talk. Okay, so guys, this is part two of Janae. I don't know what the title is yet, so I don't even know what to say. But um, just in case this is your first time tuning in, welcome to What We Created. I'm your host, Jada Kelly. Per usual, prepare for the laughs, the tears, and a whole lot of WTF. If this is your first time tuning in, you're thinking, damn. Another pod, damn. Another pod, but I do hope this one is different from the ones you may or may not be used to tuning into, and it just offers a different perspective. So we're going to just start right back up to where we left off. If you didn't see the first part, go look at part one with <laughs> Janae Miles, okay? I don't know what the title is yet, but it's part one with Janae Miles. Okay. You sound like one of those announcers at... Um like a sports game oh yeah 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 i get into my uh i get into my bag sometimes <laughs> but um uh okay so we were talking about you not crying if your friends were to perish yeah why i'm not that emotional do you feel like you have an emotional connection to them like an emotional tie yeah i get sad when they are sad like if things happen to them that i don't agree with i get genuinely boils my blood but mm -hmm. i don't think i would just cry seeing other people cry would make me cry but me literally sitting down and being like damn you're sad you should probably shed a tear so you do think you would be sad if they passed away yeah i would be sad but you wouldn't cry do you cry no you do cry not often i cry and like happy moments but not like mm -hmm. sad moments mm -hmm. like this is probably tmi but like if i get some really good sex i'll cry like i will shed a tear mm -hmm. during sex mm -hmm. it's like a good stimulating moment mm -hmm. but if i'm just like really mad or really sad like i'm gonna sit there blank face and do you feel like it's because you're not letting yourself cry no because if i want to cry i'll like listen to gospel music and cry i cry if i'm frustrated if i can't figure stuff out but not sadness I, yeah other than that i'm i'm here a lot of people can't take it because truly if i like make you upset it's not that i don't care that you're upset it's just i can't sit there and like rub your back and make you feel good and give you validating words i think that comes from your childhood because I, I didn't have that yeah so I don't know what that feels like and it's kind of like cringe to me that's young. definitely that avoidant interesting um do you accept that from other people except what that nurturing aspect of like when you're upset them rubbing your back and them giving you Don't words interesting because it's cringe because this is gonna sound also very selfish mm -hmm. if you do it for me i feel like you're gonna expect me to give you that back and i can't that was all from your childhood I can't and I will not, and you're going to be disappointed in me. But to but me, but why won't you? Because it doesn't do anything for me. It's not something I need to like persevere through the situation. So if it's cringe for me for myself, I can't. Do you give think you it's that. only cringe because you're uncomfortable? I don't think it's me being uncomfortable. It's just I genuinely don't need it. I feel like it's a it's pointless for me. And in that time to where I'm upset, down, stressed, something that's pointless. You're not, that's not helping So how me. do you like to be comforted? Um, taking my mind off of it. How? Besides? Reassurance. Okay. But that's about it that I can think of. What does reinsurance look like for you? Um, 
Words don't do much for me. Hmm. I think the reassurance is just like being within my vicinity also still takes my mind off of it. I don't like to think things through too much. That's like a disconnect from your emotions. Yeah. Because hmm. I feel like if I think about it too much, it's mm-hmm. going to mess with my mental. Mm-hmm. And who wants that? So I just, if I'm, say, work, for instance, mm-hmm. if I know I have something big coming up, I promise you I will not think of it until that moment. And mm-hmm. I'll figure it out in the moment. But, like, no, that's fair. going all day, all weekend, stressing about it, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. That's fair. But, like, I mean, for situations where, like, it's not intentional for you to be upset or for you to be sad. Like, what does that look like for you? Do you also push that to the back of your head? Yeah. Interesting. I think do you so. let yourself feel your feelings ever? Yeah. Like, okay, what does that look like? Um, car rides, blasting music. Mm-hmm. Is it, are you ever with somebody else or is it just you? Just me. Hmm. Honestly, I think I have two people. Mm. yeah two people who probably just like really see me out bad Mm -hmm. but i also drink so that's a coping mechanism Mm -hmm. which is not a healthy coping mechanism but it is one Mm -hmm. i will drink wine and just like go to sleep i would just like sleep it off interesting and i know pain is temporary Mm -hmm. so if i'm ever really upset about something like it's not going to be forever true um so like back to this cringe thing okay you said it's not you being uncomfortable so what is it what's cringe about it purposeless if it doesn't serve me a purpose so when when somebody is trying to comfort you in that way what does that feel like like what like what even goes through your head when that's happening i'll tell them to stop why Cause I feel like people do that for themselves, not for like th- what the person actually needs. Like if you're generally comforting me mm-hmm. for my gain, mm-hmm. do what I need you to do, not what you think is best or that you would want for yourself. So if I feel like in a way, I kind of get what you're saying, but somebody comforting you, especially like touching you and trying to like, that's like a form of nurturing though. You can give me a hug and I'll take it. Cause I know it is coming from a good place. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't just, like, ew, don't touch me. Mm-hmm. But once you give me that hug and we, it's dead and done, mm-hmm. all right, let's go do something fun at this point. Like, take my mind off of it. I don't want to sit here and ponder on this. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing you could really do for me. If not, you just, I just really not be around because you're going to make, you're bringing me down because you're down. If I'm not trying to sit there and really think about it like that, mm-hmm. and you're still pondering on it, that's gonna piss me off. Mm. Mm-mm. I don't need that. You tell me once, or we talk about it once. If we can't squash it within that first time of talking about it, I might give you a second, depending on how we end it. What are we talking about at this point? Mm-hmm. Move on. Let it be what it is. But also, I have not experienced grief like that in my life. Mm-hmm. Everybody I basically know is still around. Mm-hmm. Grandparents and all. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What, mm. hmm. I see your mind. Just no, I'm just trying to think of the the nurturing thing. 
I mean, that that's even past my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. My family as a whole, we're not like that. that but that that's normally what I see is like people growing up where they weren't nurtured, mm-hmm. and so in a way they reject nurturing as like they get older. Yeah. And is it I I'm trying to think is it because you don't need it or is it just cuz you never had it? How can you know you need something that you've never had? Cuz I, I think everybody needs nurturing. I think people reject it, but I do think people need it. But as an adult, how are you truly getting nurtured? If it's not coming from your significant other or your friend. But I feel like uh, even a friend could only nurture you so far. What do you mean? Like, because they're not your parent? Is that what you're saying? No, I just think it's different levels. Like, from your parent Mm -hmm. to a friend Mm -hmm. to a partner. Mm -hmm. It's levels of what you can get from these people. I agree. And I think you also have to nurture yourself, too. Self-care. I feel like that's a form of What does self-care look like for you? Working out, um, being on my P's and Q's about myself Mm -hmm. as a person, Mm -hmm. treating others kind. I feel like if I treat others kind, it, like, brings me joy. Mm -hmm. Um, Cleaning. Just keeping my space positive Mm -hmm. is self-care to me. Hmm. What do you do for yourself? Too fucking much. That's kind of a toxic trait of mine. Um, I will do whatever I want to do in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as what? Um, I spend money on myself way, way too much. Way, 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 way okay, too much. Okay, besides financially, what I do you do for yourself? put myself over others. Sometimes, like... Someone will come to me and be like, hey, I need this from you. And I'm like, well, actually, I really can't give it to you. Mm Because it's going to take away from what I give myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I would definitely tell someone, no. Mm -hmm. This is about me. Sorry. Like, I'll get you another day. But this is me. This is me time. Hmm. I've been called selfish for that. But I feel like if I didn't. How can I really be there for you if I'm not there for myself? Mm-hmm. I don't think that makes you selfish. I get why somebody would look at it that way, but I don't think so. A lot of people do use that verbiage. I'm not sure why, but same. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to understand this nurturing thing because I just, I, I really, I what really, answer are you looking for? Like, what? There's not an your... answer I'm looking for. I'm, I'm, like. What's nurturing to you? I think it's a feeling more than like actions. Like your mind or your soul being taken care of type of feeling or? In a way, yeah. Okay. Like it's it's not even always about what somebody is, like yeah, it's about what somebody is doing, but two people could be doing the same thing and like mm-hmm. one person could be nurturing and the other person could be providing like there's no nurturing aspect involved if that makes sense i feel like that comes with like being genuine behind your actions then maybe like the meaning like are you doing this for reaction or are you doing this because you genuinely want to do this 
and you know what's going to be beneficial? I don't know. I'm trying to, because I think everybody needs nurturing. I really do. And, like, when I think of women who are even in, like, relationships with men and there's, like, no shit, there's no true... just trying to think like they didn't grow up in even like affection too like i get mm-hmm. people don't like affection so i use just like an affection as an example people didn't grow up in affectionate homes and so like they reject affection when they get older but is that because you don't need it or because that makes you uncomfortable receiving it like you know what i mean kind of yeah kind of no because i didn't get affection growing up mm-hmm. but i love affection mm-hmm. i'm a very affectionate person mm-hmm. but i also know that's because i never had it that I want it so bad. Mm. So I really feel like it just depends on your trauma. Which is awful to say, but it's reality. I think that's awful. I think a lot of people are operating out of their trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, so no affection, no nurturing. Roommates, I'm telling you, we just all coexisted. So we they... Dinner together, we would grab a plate, you go back to your room. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just like a doggy dog world until we got outside of the house and we were just this perfect family. And did they were they affectionate <laughs> outside of the house? No. So what do you mean by perfect family? Like the way they spoke to you? Honestly, no. Because truth be told, I don't call my parents mom and dad. I call them by call their that? first name, Sybil and Rick. And their friends would be pissed when I was out in public calling them Sybil and Rick. Mm-hmm. But I would tell people, I'd be like, just watch this. I'd be Ma, Mama, Mama, Ma. Mm-hmm. No response. Sybil, what? What do you want? It's like, you got to know. Mm. Like, y'all are mad, but this is just how we work. Mm-hmm. They didn't like being called Mom and Dad. They just never t- taught us to. And so we didn't. So why would you answer to something that you've never truly been called? Did they want kids? I don't know. Because they had us very late in life. Like mm. I think my mom had me. Let me get my calculator. Fair enough. She my mom had me when she was 37 years old. Oh, damn. How old was your dad? He was a year older than her. When did they meet? What age? You don't know? That's a whole different topic. Hmm. Whole different situation. Like, that that situation itself is kind of what started my twisted family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Because I'm pretty sure my dad's not my dad. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know how that plays out. Because technically, they met, got married within months, and then got pregnant with me. And that's the story that I've always been told my entire life Mm -hmm. but i found photos of me a human baby in the wedding photos Hmm. like how did you meet get married then have me if i'm in the wedding photos make it make sense Hmm. i'm trying to like wrap my wrap my head around how two very similar people found each other like, I know that sounds weird, but, like, how they created this family dynamic that wasn't much of a family, like, mm-hmm. both on mom and dad's side. Like, how did that happen? And it's still like that. Hmm. Like, they're together, mm-hmm. 
they're married they live together but my parents don't visit me they don't visit my brother damn it's just i haven't lived at home since i was 18 years old mm-hmm. and now i'm turning 26 in a few months and my parents have never come to visit me if i don't go home i just don't see them mm-hmm. and that's just that and it's like my brother damn. went to college to play football i went to college to play basketball never came to a game the only why game, don't they come it's just that's just not our dynamic and we've always wondered like is it us did we did something but no it's just they were there to put clothes on our back to feed us but like actually wanting to have kids and like be a part of your kids lives i don't think it's really what they signed up for i think a lot of black parents are like that though Do, how were they how were their parents were they actively involved in their life? No. Okay. So my dad hated his parents, basically. Mm-hmm. Threatened to shoot my grandpa one time for beating my grandma. Um, he's the oldest of seven. My mm-hmm. mom's the youngest of seven. Mm. But my grandma died when I was four going on five. Mm-hmm. So I really never really knew her like that. Mm-hmm. But I do remember I was always with her when I was a baby. Okay. Like, always with her. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I'm not really sure. I never met my my mom's dad. Twisted. Okay. No, it's it makes it make sense now. Mm-hmm. Cause that's usually the case. Something happened with their parents, and then they start parenting like that. So, like, what steps do you think you'll take to not repeat the pattern? Not gonna have like kids intentionally. Until I'm absolutely ready to have kids. But even when you are ready, because like some people think they're ready and they recreate patterns that, like how they were treated as a kid they end up recreating that pattern because i do Mm -hmm. think you have to be very very intentional like about how you're going to raise those kids i agree so like what do you think you'll do to not recreate that dynamic talk to my kids a whole lot more like Mm -hmm. genuinely try to learn them as people Mm -hmm. ask them questions about themselves Mm -hmm. if they're uncomfortable about this like just learn them as who they are as people Mm mm-hmm and love them for who they are as people not Mm. just hey you're my child but like hey i love you i'm here for you i need you just as much as you need me Mm -hmm. whatever whatever comes our way like i'm gonna be there like Mm -hmm. genuine support i want to see you win at everything you do Mm -hmm. and set you up for greatness too i feel like that's a big part about it Mm -hmm. like i feel like if you bring kids into this world bring them into positivity bring them into not having to struggle or to go through the same thing you went through like i'm having a kid because i can give this kid better okay you i want to give you a good life Mm -hmm. not just you out here living Hmm. but i feel like that also plays too when i find a partner to have kids with how they want their kids to be raised and me merging the two Mm-hmm. if you see I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing towards our kids if I'm passing on bad traits of myself I need you to stop me like hey this isn't cool mm-hmm. switch it up find something better to do damn you do need a leader I do yeah I do too but <laughs> <laughs> Jada <laughs> um, what was I gonna say Cause like it could be possible too that like you're choosing partners who mimic like your parents like in some way emotionally, you know. They're all so different from my parents. 
a different I feel like I'm way. looking for something so different. But also, after every partner, I would never go back. Why? Like, I see traits in them after that I'm like, damn, I really didn't even like that. Like, what's an example? Um, how they handle situations. I feel like I'm a very open-minded, free person when it comes to situations. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get angry that bad until you, like, just, like, blatantly disrespect me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of men that I've dated, they feel like they think that they're open-minded because mm-hmm. it sounds cool. But when it comes down to, like, nitty-gritty, it's like, you're traditional as the rest of them. Or you think yeah. inside the box just like the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be with, I don't want to have kids with someone who's just straight line. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think about that all the time, and I think a lot of people don't factor in their future children. That's mm-hmm. that even goes back to a man treating you very well, but not treating other people well. Right. Like I right. think that's how people get in situations too, where like y'all may have a happy marriage, but they treat your y'all's kids terribly. Mm-hmm. That's like, like one of my biggest like fears. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh. Or, like, y'all have a happy marriage, but maybe this man or maybe the woman is, like, beating on the child. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, my, I, I can't. I, that's my biggest fear. Like, where the hell did this come from? But to be fair, there's, I think there's always signs. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah somewhere. You're right. you're right. You're absolutely right. And a lot of the times people act like their parents. And that's what I mean. Like, I think sometimes you can unintentionally end up with somebody just like your parent. Like, even if they're... Oh, boy. Like, it, it looks like they're treating you well. Something inside of them is like your parent. That's scary. No, it is. It is. How do you run away from that? I feel like you would have to physically change your entire mindset and the structure of who you are as a person, your childhood, and conform into a new person, which could take God knows how long, and how much work that would take to change the way you think as a person your entire life Actually, you're kind of right i mean to be fair that's what i have to do like i'm not gonna say my age but like i'm my age now and like it, it's it took some years mm-hmm. um but even beyond that if like because a lot of people do get married quite young i think you just have to Hell ask yeah. a lot of questions but it could be a question you ask today mm-hmm. and you might learn how to reword that question five years from now and that person might answer that question completely different than what you need. That's true. Because me, five years ago, completely different person. Mm-hmm. Completely. The half of the shit I put up with five years ago, mm-hmm. you couldn't fathom me putting up with now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you could marry the perfect person today. Mm-hmm. Ten years from now, y'all have kids, have a house, have a life. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't even like who you are. That's true. But I would just hope because I'm – that's that's very true, and that's something I meant to talk about in one of my last pods. That like there are no guarantees in this life. Mm-hmm. It's like you could be quote unquote like doing everything right, and it still not turn out the way you think it should. Yep. Um, that is kind of scary, but at the same time, still ask questions. A lot of women are going into situations not asking questions. What type of questions do you think? Everything. But give me give me your top I'm three. I'm hungry. Hold on. I think my stomach's about to start growling. Sorry. Um, I'm so distracted because I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I don't have, like, top three questions. I just ask a lot of questions. And to be fair, I ask, I, that's part of the reason why I started this podcast because I ask 
questions like this in everyday life mm. but it, when i'm dealing with a man i'm very 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 intentional because i'm terrified of like because i know the way a man can derail a woman's life oh hell yeah that it's that it terrifies me because i just know a man could come in and cause havoc i have been saying this since the day i thought about it <laughs> <laughs> um woman's biggest hater mm-hmm. is a man mm-hmm. A man, mm-hmm. and they know that. They mm-hmm. know they have so much power over women. Mm-hmm. Women naturally want to be with men. Men are supposed to be with women. Women are supposed to be with men. Mm-hmm. Period, point blank. Men know they can fuck your life, mm-hmm. and they just gamble with it. It's like a game to they them. Do. They do. I'm going to mess you up for the next one. We're not going to be together. We know we're not going to be together. Mm-hmm. But until then. They'll, they'll trap you with a baby and all types of stuff. And for every any men who are tuning in who are acting like this is not a this is not a thing, I'm sorry. I'm just need you to look around. Please. Like men, men, y'all be wilding a little bit, just a little bit. Eh, um, What's about to say? You know, it'd be really cool here. What if you had it to where like, not like an Instagram live, mm-hmm. but where you tune men in. Or like just that would be cool i'm not there yet though i need to like more men but i do need to start doing lives though because i heard that's how you like uh pick up traction mm-hmm. like you like every single platform needs to be going live but i ain't there yet probably i know you have the voice for it too to like Thank sit you. there and talk to somebody i think it would do you really good i need another uh monitor that i can record and be on live Get your iPad. I see people doing that. I am going to get an iPad, actually. Yeah. Maybe that's God telling me it's time to get one. Cause when you get an iPad, you get your life together. That's yeah. what I'm straight. I only want one, though, so I can edit. I think it'll work. Yeah. Put it on your wish list, your Christmas list. You'll probably need it before then. But I do. No, I could get one, but I want it to wait. But maybe that's God mm-hmm. saying, like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. anyways. Mm-hmm. I think that's God <laughs> telling me, like, it's time to get one. So I heard you. Just know I heard you, God. What was I saying? Oh, women not asking questions. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I think you can. Give me a question, Jada. Give me a spectrum of what you're talking about. I always ask people about their parents. You always. This is like your second or third time asking me about my parents. I have to. I think once I ask people about their parents, it it makes so much starts to make sense. Because like when I'm talking to people, even when I'm not, even I don't consciously observe people. I think it happens subconsciously. And so, like, there's all these different pieces that are in my mind at one time. And then once I, like, start asking them questions, it starts to, like, fill in the gaps. And so, like, I'm never really shocked about what somebody says. I'm like, oh, that's why you do that. Okay, mm-hmm. moving on. And so with people's parents, I always, especially for men, ask them about their daddy. Ask that man about his daddy. Ask somebody's mama. But his daddy, though, his daddy, if his daddy was in his life, please, his mama, too, though, his mama, too. But ask that man about his daddy. What type of man was his daddy? I don't care what nobody say. Say daddy again. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Just please, I promise, like, please, just ask. Okay, so with that question, Uh how do I even want to ask this? What could they say that you will be like? Did over, not going any further. So it's not that it will be, if I, I would have to be seeing patterns or behavior in that man mm-hmm. that matched up with who he said his dad was, that would make me leave him alone. 
But if it's just like, I think this man is an all around good person and he tells me about um, like his parents and it's not matching up and there's no like common behaviors, Mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, whatever. I just wanted to know about your background. But when they, when they start crossing paths, I'm out. Cause ain't no way, ain't no way. Hmm. And a lot of men do, I'm so hungry. You didn't think about this. I'm before. so sorry. I keep stopping. No, I ate. Why well, ate? Uh, at like three. Yeah, it's Girl. nine o'clock. Is it nine? It's nine twenty-two. I'm so hungry. I'm sorry to keep stopping like this, y'all. But my stomach is going crazy. But um, what was I saying? Food. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, for real. That's the topic at hand here. Oh my gosh, I don't even know what I'm gonna eat. Okay. Um, I could have brought you something. There was so much food I had from earlier. How dare you? Like chicken marsala with pasta and stuff. That sounds so good. What'd you do with it? Because there was nobody in the office. Brought it home. It's in my fridge for lunch for like the next two, three days. How dare you? I'm sorry. How dare you? But to be fair, I feel like I feed you whenever I can. You do. And I'm very appreciative. Actually, you only feed me on Fridays. I say whenever I can. It's not whenever you can. That's when you choose to. Oh, please. But anyways, back to what I was saying. If those behaviors cross paths, ladies, you might need to deuces. Skedaddle. That's like one of my top questions, though. Okay. Do you ask questions? Hell yeah. What type of questions? Uh, mine type of questions to see like what type of behaviors you have. Like what? Like, if you were to have kids and your mm. kids chose to date the same gender. Oh, that's me. Okay, know? wait. I always, I don't ask that question. I just say, how do you feel about people who are not, um, what's the straight one? Heterosexual. Heterosexual. I swear I'm smart. I just couldn't think of the word. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. How do you feel about people who are not heterosexual and men lie? All the time. But then they get down in the nitty gritty and they start saying like little sleek stuff. Girl. And then all of a sudden you never hear from me again. I say this all the time. Okay. So like this is what I mean about like you have to look at patterns too. You can Mm -hmm. never take what a man says at face value. So I'm (laughs) sorry. You really can't. I'm sorry. No, you can't. I'm sorry. Men, like Janae said, men don't trust other men. Y'all know men be lying. Facts. But I always ask that question. And so when I start dealing with a man, I notice like there's like little comments, like you said, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why would you lie about that? Just say up front. So I know what I'm dealing with. How do you feel about that? Cause I have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people in my family who are not straight. And so you can never even come around. So why could would never, you even, why would you even want to be in that position? If you, if that's how you feel, stay feeling that way over there. I don't and I feel like they try to like trick you. Yeah. And it's like eventually it's gonna come out. And it so always does. How do you think this is gonna work? Like we <sighs> why would you even want to waste your time if you know this is something I'm asking you? You don't I don't with get it. it. I don't get it. Don't you not care about yourself? Like you're I don't wasting get your it. own time. And that's what I mean. It like even when y'all are asking questions, like for all, especially the young women who are tuning in, even when you are asking questions, always look at the behaviors too. Mm-hmm. And like men know too when you are actively listening. So like when y'all just chilling, just doing whatever, like always I don't want to say be on guard because I do think you want to be like relaxed, but like at the same time, always be like 
it's not hyper hyper vigilant vigilant but always be <laughs> you I'm always here, make you. a I'm face here. Here. but always be <laughs> always be aware of what that man is saying that's what i would say men telling themselves too they do even but it's normally in the times where they think you're not listening mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what i would say that's when you need to be the most alert like okay who is this man actually not who is he portraying himself to be who is he actually nine times out of ten a man is not portraying who he actually is that's true they say it takes like six months or something like that six months six months for him to come out of that uh out of that shell of a like out of the shell of six months for him to drop his mask but there will be signs before that you ain't got six months i'm gonna give you a solid two three weeks but men still be that's still like hate it for you i mean fair hate it for you because (sighs) it takes a long time to even just see who a person is in general it is i feel like i'm still well duh i'm still learning you as a person Mm -hmm. so like a man Mm -hmm. like person that you're getting physical with person that you're sharing your body with putting yourself at risk of diseases and infections Mm -hmm. and a child mm-hmm. i can't just be playing around i agree i mean if you if you see the signs that early definitely leave but i'm saying when they're portraying themselves as this okay wait so i'll say it like this if they're portraying if they're if you're not receiving good energy from this man definitely leave before six months like don't mm-hmm. wait around but mm-hmm. i'm saying for a man who is portraying not as the perfect man but he's portraying himself in a very like good manner Okay, maybe four months then. Nah, nah, nah. You're right. Six months about nail, nail in the head. That's normally when I mask fall off. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell breaks loose. I hate that for y'all. Six months is a long time. Six months, you can <coughs> even get a tattoo. I've been on my job for six months, and I'm ready to go. Girl's ready to go month one. Oh, big facts. Big facts, big facts. I'll be feeling with people, too. I'll be ready to jet. Now we both just stared off. Because <laughs> I, I was just thinking like, oh my gosh. Relationships are kind of difficult. Kind of is an understatement. Kind of. I would say kind of. Kind I, th- of. I do think with like the right person, it's a little bit easier. But I feel like you never know when that right person's going to come. So I feel like it's always <laughs> just going to be difficult until you're like, damn, this one actually wasn't. Like this one was pretty decent. It was okay. Husband, where art thou? You know what I think about those situations like that? What? People who get married once, twice, a third time. But Mm -hmm. like, say you're a widow and you remarry. Mm. Majority of the time, those people, Mm -hmm. fine. Like, people that spend the rest of their lives with. Mm -hmm. How do you get somebody twice? And I'm switching for the first one. Mm. You found two people to accept you for who you are and genuinely love you as a person. And they like really be happy with these people. And it's like, you got the magic sauce? Like, you know what to look for? Because what's tea? I always wonder, is it like a mindset? Like, are you... So, like, because we are young and, like, our generation is a little bit different from what we kind of want in a partner, mm-hmm. are we just requiring different things? Because I do see older women kind of say if they are in happy loving marriages it's kind of like um all you truly need is for a man to love you and like love you well and like 
maybe provide financially or some shit like that. I feel like that's what we ask for, though. Mm. That's what I ask for. Accept me for who I am mm-hmm. and be able to lead our family. That's all I really need. So you feel me. like just the leadership aspect has been missing from previous relationships? Or is it love, too? Or acceptance, too? I feel like it's more of an acceptance. Because even if you accept me for who I am, like, genuinely, mm-hmm. Janae, I love you for being Janae. Mm-hmm. The finances and stuff, or, like, the leadership, the making decisions, we can do that together. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to love you for you. So so you feel like you matter. haven't truly been accepted? Yeah, I feel like people love the idea of, like, either being in a relationship or having someone there or having the support the intimacy but like putting life not on hold because it's definitely not on hold i would mm, merging lives together hmm you know it's funny a lot of men actually want that where i don't know but i know they exist but like (laughs) Like there, there's a thing now of like women kind of wanting to do their own thing and men, like a lot of men wanting to merge and women being like, no, I want to build this on my own. And like men are like, no, I, I want to do this together. A lot of women don't want to do it together. I feel like we're not wanting to do it together because what you're merging mm-hmm. is below of what I'm already at. But see, that goes back to me talking about like that love thing. Like you may have to give that chance a man to rise up to where you were at. Back in the gap, I got you. Back if I was 30, 40 some years old, mm-hmm. growing up in the 19 something. Oh my gosh. I got you. But 2023, mm-hmm. it's 2020 and up. Mm-hmm. It is. If I'm out here hustling my ass off, I know. Because I. Because I, I, uh, I agree and I get what you're saying. I, I'm just thinking about like where. And I, I hate that it's this way, but like a lot of men don't even want to be at a certain position mm. unless they have a lady in their life. Like a lot of men are okay with where they are. And so they may just happen to meet you. You have more than them. Now they want more and they didn't want more before. They were fine with where they were at. I don't want you to just be stagnant. I don't want a man. But maybe just... that's not stagnancy to him. You know what I mean? Like for a lot of men, like they don't look at it that way. They don't desire more, but now a woman coming into his life and she wants more. So it's like, oh, I need to do more. That's unattractive to me. Is That's fair. If I tell you, hey, baby, let's go do this this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we should try to work on a project together. Mm-hmm. And if I can give so much and you have to work towards it or have to have a game plan to build by the time you build, financially just or, anywhere, oh, emotionally, mentally. If you have to build yourself up, by the time you've built yourself up to where you, you surpassed need to be, it, I'm, I told Ciara the same shit. I told her the same thing. Like we're never gonna be on the same wavelength. That is literally what I said. And so then what? But it's just so because I feel the same way. Like as we're growing, I will always be a step ahead of you. But I, maybe that depends on what you want. Because I know I need a leader, like in every sense of the word, like every sense of the word. Like, you got to be damn near dominating every single area. But I think I could wait for a man to get where he needs to be financially. I don't think I could wait um, emotionally and spiritually. I don't think I can wait on that. I genuinely don't think I could. But financially, I think I could. You can't be I don't want to. Yeah, you can't. That's what I mean. What's the baseline? Minimum 
you can make 10,000 under me. 10,000 under me. 11,000? You got to go. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> you got to think 10,000? Uh-huh. Ten, what's that, Kraisha and that um, interviewer? 2,000? I can't. I can't do it. Because uh-huh. if I want to go get something to eat, uh-huh. but you got to pay your light bill, and you don't get paid another two weeks for us to go grab something to eat, I don't but mind what if this, what if that? What if he's a great man, and like he's just not... We're never going to get there for me to even find out. Oh, I mean, not. <laughs> no, you're not, not saying anything. I think, knock it. from just... my perspective, your your way of seeing things is okay. But just for a lot of people, it's not. And I don't, I don't get what's the disconnect. Like, why it's not okay for you to say that? You I know what like I mean? If it's not okay for me to say it. It's not okay for you to settle. For you to not want more for yourself. I feel like but that might like, not be settling to them is what and, I'm and, saying. And it might not be. And I feel like y'all should be together. You I and agree. that man should be together. Yeah. But I'm going to go be with somebody else. Yeah. Who I feel like is on my wavelength who can do for me what I can do for myself and I can do for them mm-hmm. at least minorly mm-hmm. what I can do for myself. Maybe men do settle. Only because I'm thinking now like some of the videos I watch, especially when they're saying women should like like quote unquote accept less than what they desire whether that's look financially emotionally whatever mm-hmm. it's like the men that they're with always speak on how beautiful they thought their wife was or what their wife had or how smart she was and i'm like so you're sitting next to a man who desired you physically but you're telling another woman not to desire another man physically like there's a disconnect going on there's a strong disconnect Mm-mm. i don't get it Mm-mm. I don't, I don't, I I want to understand really bad. I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. And then men will even tell you that in their head, they have physically a dream girl that they see. Oh, 100%. But then they're like, oh, I just went for a girl. I thought quote unquote was like in my range. And I'm like, why are women okay with hearing this? Like I get like, if it's like a God ordained marriages, if y'all believe in God or the universe or whatever, and it was something that was meant to happen, it may not have been your type that you wanted or whatever. But I do think we can have um, multiple different partners that could turn into husbands and wives. But um, I think people should have what they want. I feel like a lot of people can't maintain what they want. Oh, that's facts. I feel like most men have like this figure in their head of what they want out of a woman. Mm-hmm. But truly, if that woman was in front of you, would you be good enough? Oh, hold on. <laughs> Hold on, that's not hold on. That's not just for men though. It's for it's women not, too. Honestly, because women want their bills paid, they want this, they yeah. want that. But it's like, why would a man even want to do that in the first place? But uh, specifically for men, Lord Jesus, I just feel like <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I feel like if you are praying for a certain type of woman to come into your life, please do the work on yourself because there's mm-hmm. no way you think. You're praying for this this specific kind of woman. You want her to be spiritually in a certain place, emotionally in a certain place. You want her to look a certain way, behave a certain way. What are you doing to keep this woman around? Because she's going to be a hot commodity to begin with. Like you're not going to be the only person fighting for her. You're not. You won't have to go against the big dogs because the the type of women that men envision uh-huh. are dealing with top of the line, A class men. That's facts. Because number one, they can afford them. Mm-hmm. Number two, you have the con- the network, the connections for these women. Mm-hmm. But even even man I, but even further than financially though, even oh, if we're just talking about the type of man that you are, like 
on an emotional aspect. What better for yourself? I like agree. Your hygiene, goddamn. You can't be looking for no class A woman mm-hmm. and you got the same towel you've been using for the past three weeks. Your towel is a different color at this point. <laughs> like, be all the way fucking for real. Okay. But, <laughs> but yes, but yes. Because I, 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 I don't get it. I feel like people aren't. No, I'm not going to say that. Say what? No, people are not. Uh, <laughs> just if you're if you're praying for something, just know like you do have to. There are things you are going to have to do to keep this woman. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. get it, especially if you know you want. You want a woman who don't act like every other woman. You can't act you like every other man. Betty Bop on the street. Yeah. Like what are you talking about? What are you really talking about? I don't get it. I don't get it. I feel like in men settle for like decent women, like good women, uh-huh. strong, passionate. That's women actually true. That they're typically not physically attracted to. Like they know you're a good mm-hmm. woman. They know mm-hmm. you could be a good mother. Mm-hmm. You got good friends. You got stability within yourself. That's scary. But technically, they're not really attracted to you. And I know attraction, like, it's it's not like an end-all, be-all, but I think that's kind of scary. It's very scary. <sighs> like, you could have such an amazing person and not even really like them. But I feel like people joke about that all the time, how mm-hmm. a lot of men, a lot of women have these relationships mm-hmm. and they don't even like their partners. So they're just with them. That's the thing. That is a thing. And I've experienced a relationship like that to where mm-hmm. I felt like my partner did not like me as a person. Mm. And it was hard. It was hard. Hmm. Really, really hard. But you have to wake up one day and realize, like, damn, the way others have acted towards you is not the same that you're getting in, in the moment. Or you'll see their friends treat you differently. Or damn. It, it, it's beyond. It's a lot. Don't make that face. She's like, I'm just, no, I'm just like, face. oh my goodness. Yeah. It's real out here in these streets. Also, I feel like men have like an idea in their head mm-hmm. of they know this is a good woman or women have the idea this is a good man and I know other people would want this person. Mm-hmm. But it's it looks good if I have this person mm-hmm. but I really don't like this person. Or this oh, I say that all the time. Be with. Yeah. Yeah, like I think, especially if we start talking about like the good woman thing, I think a lot of men like the crazy, the mm-hmm. hypersexual, the wild. Like a lot of men and women too will use women too are attracted to men who act like that as well, yeah. and that's fine. What I don't understand is why like you think you need to go and get with like a quote unquote good woman. That's not even what you want not what you want you're bored yeah satisfied yeah and you're just messing over this good woman i don't get it you're wasting your time facts for no reason facts like what are either side getting out of this i don't understand and you start inviting family over you start meeting siblings you start going to the cookouts going to the family vacations and it's like this was all a waste of time that is so scary. Like people, people really would like the idea, but not the actual person. Mm-hmm. 
honestly goes back to what we opened up the first part with. What? People liking the idea of sex, the action of sex, mm-hmm. but not the intimacy of what sex is used for. Hmm. It's like we're just... No, I see. Scary out here, man. No, it is. Real scary. It, it definitely is. I love your thinking face. Because you look at you get so serious. No, it's because like there's there's like 20 different thoughts going on at once. Like I start thinking about psychology. Then I'm like, oh, we got to have a man on the pie. And then I'm like, oh, I would like to have a man and a woman on the pod at the same time. And I would like to have couples on the pod, healthy couples. When I get me a healthy man, I'm like, please do. Holler back at please you. do. Yeah. Please. I, I really would like to. I don't know that I ever, like in person, I don't know if I've ever seen a healthy relationship. Really? Like in, in like in, how do I, how do I word it? Uh, like in my environment, no. Hmm. I mean, a romantic relationship. I don't think I've ever seen it. I feel like I've seen one. Mm-hmm. It's different from the type of relationship I would have. Mm-hmm. But quote unquote, it is a healthy. What do you mean by it's different? Like. the way they go about their relationship mm-hmm. they're more open mm-hmm. like open open <laughs> they're open and it's not something i would do but the way they communicate the way they they're there for each other they look out for each other and they just everything you would want in a relationship just no monogamy yeah interesting so, interesting okay okay it's different but it works for them uh and they're our age. My age. My lord is a snapping turler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to comment because I got 20,000 thoughts running through my head. Okay, last question. Okay. What do you feel like you need more of? Mm, money. Okay. But outside of like, you always need more money. I would say drive. Hmm. Yeah. I need more drive within myself, um, within the world. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like this whole thing is ghetto. Like, it makes you not want to do anything. And I feel like I need something to, like, happen in my life regardless of I make it happen or somebody else make it happen if the world just makes it happen something to like make me want to mm. makes you want to get up every day and like go get it or yeah. okay let me not say drive purpose oh you don't know what your purpose is definitely don't okay I um thought I, did. I thought I really wanted to do real estate mm-hmm. um started real estate school and no. Mm-mm. I think it would be something I'd be amazing at. But is it what I really want to do? Like wake up every morning and be like happy with 
I like this. Like I could see myself doing this for years of my life. No. And I don't I don't think there's anything that I know of right now. I think he would just have to follow through with something. Fail and follow through with something else. And like it'll meet you on the way. Everybody keeps saying that and I'm just like that's just not right. I I really think that's going to be like the only way cuz like mm, even like with real estate, I think you should have kept pursuing it. I mean, it's definitely not too late to pursue it. It's mm-hmm. been like a year since I started pursuing it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, dude, is that really what I want to do, though? I mean, you will never truly know unless you keep going. But I feel like I tried. Mm-hmm. Like, that was me, like, trying something new, mm-hmm. seeing if it worked. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even have the drive to want to finish the school because I just know now this is not something I want to do. But how do you know if you ain't finished? Because getting into the nitty gritty of it, I was like, I don't, I can't see myself doing this anymore. What about what about it? Can't you see yourself doing? It? I can't. I like stability, like strong stability. Mm-hmm. And getting into real estate school, it freaked me out knowing I might not sell a house for a year or two. I see. And I've made it too far to go back, not having consistent money coming in. And it takes so much time to build up a portfolio. Mm-hmm. I really wouldn't have time to like do anything else, mm-hmm. especially not anything that would consistently pay my bills and maintain the lifestyle that I have momentarily mm-hmm. and put full effort into something else. I would physically be drained. So it's like, is my happiness really worth hoping that this works out? Well, I think it's going to be like that with whatever you try. That's ghetto. No, it, it kind of is, but like the reward is always best. But like, if it works out, if it's what you want. But that's with anything. That's how I think that's how people get stuck in jobs so long is because mm. you're so focused on like, what is the end result of this? You don't know until you try it. You can, it, that's with anything. You could be in a really, really stable anything and it still can be like, well, I could get fired. Yeah. I mean, like, you just gotta try. People get stuck in these fucking corporate jobs for years. I can't do that. We can't do that. You gotta take a risk. Yeah. You gonna be tired. Because you gonna have to work a job and do something on the side. You gonna be tired. That's just what it is. But it'd be Mm -hmm. worth it in the end. But like... Would you rather be tired sometimes or stay stuck in a fucking corporate job? And no shade to corporate jobs, but, like, Lord have mercy. <laughs> it's ghetto. It's beyond ghetto. It's, 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 it's wicked, actually. Wicked is the word I would use. But, you know, with we're going to jump shit real quick. With this corporate world as a whole, mm-hmm. corporate is, like, when I see that word, I see it, I see it equals racism for white people it's just a hierarchy it's like the big dog world and we're just thrown in there and forced to be people that we're not no facts for other people just to but live, see even 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 when you say forced to be people that you're not that's what i mean like at work i don't act like anything but myself and it's like this push, even because like no shade. If my boss ever agree. sees this, like my boss, there's this thing of she wants me to be this certain type of worker. And even when I worked, uh, I worked in a nonprofit, but it, that shit was run like a corporation. So like what the fuck ever. But um, 
there's this thing of people trying to constantly push me to be someone I am not. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not finna shuck and job. What's the shit they call back in the day mm. when black people would get in front of the white people and start acting crazy? But like, that ain't me. You dumb yourself down at work. Not, okay. I not, No, I get what you're saying. Not dumb yourself down. No, I get what you're saying. Who you are as a person, that is not the environment for you to thrive. No, she not could, at all. She could be talking to someone, literally talking to someone, and you just be... Because that's how I feel. <laughs> two seconds later, she'll come to my cubicle, and she's dancing around back in her crackhead energy, and I'm like, this place is just sucking you dry. No, it is. And I had this conversation because um, I never in my life considered myself a free spirit because there are things I don't do like on the sexual side. And when I think of free spirit, that's what I think. No, relax. And so, <laughs> relax. And so I was like, I never in my life considered myself a free spirit. And then I was talking to my cousin, and she was like, I don't know. You just give me, you give me free spirit vibes. And I was like, there's no way that's possible because this, this and that. And it's just like, no, I think that's what it is. And I was saying, um, this before I was working in corporate, I was so scared to work a corporate job. And that's why it ain't me. It's not me. And I, I cried every single day when I first started this job. I don't think you understand. I'm talking bawling every single day. Girl, because I can't find another job. And yeah. that, that's the thing. I don't want to go to another corporate job. But I need the coins. And so it's that's like why. guaranteed coins. Like the salary. Yeah. It's guaranteed. Like I'm going to be able to pay my bills. I'm going to be able to put stuff in savings. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to enjoy what little I have left mm-hmm. of my bills. But it's guaranteed. Facts. That's why I say you got to start something on the side. Like I'd be tired as but when I be trying to edit these pods, especially like days like this week where like they working me t- like a dog, mm-hmm. I ain't even want to do this pod today. Just exhausted. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! It's okay though. Oh my gosh! Oh, but I'm I'm very happy that people love this podcast, and I just pray I pray this. And I told my mom the other day, I was like, "Mom, this has to be it for me," because okay. I I've tried different things, and I was like, "This is the only thing that I have like, like I genuinely enjoy doing it." And mm-hmm. I, it's literally like, okay, calm down. It's literally like something that I do in my daily life anyway, and so now it's just on a platform, and I'm like, "This got to be it." Like this 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 has to be my way out. Rooting for you, sis. Rooting for you. Rooting for you. This is it. I believe in you so much. And people love to hear you talk. Yeah, thankfully. Because my only escape. They look crazy. But the people love it. The people, see what I'm saying? Abusive too. God damn. I got to get out of corporate, y'all. And to the people who are in corporate, if you love it, go crazy. But it's not for me. Do you really love it? Be, must be A lot of people do. Let's like, my coworkers... My co, <laughs> sorry y'all, I hit my elbow on the wall. My coworkers uh, love their job. Your coworkers are Caucasian. Well, they're also no. There's we like three. Husbands. There's there are three minority three minorities. They do all have husbands who truly don't have to work if they didn't want to. They work for a hobby. Not one of only one of them works for a hobby. Who? I am not gonna say no names because they might tune in one day. 
You know, it's crazy. I was watching this video when I first started working at the job and before I even, well, I knew I was going to do a podcast, but, but before I knew like I was for real, for real going to do a podcast, mm-hmm. it was like, um, uh, what kind of video was it? You know, like there'd be like, it wasn't tarot. Those be, like people would come across and like give like messages or whatever hmm? on TikTok. No. Okay. Fuck it. But um if y'all know what i'm talking about y'all know what i'm talking about and like this lady came up and she's like people from your job are gonna be like i knew that girl like as in like whatever you're working on is like gonna blow up yeah don't tell them you knew me but (sighs) big things popping little things stopping it's gonna happen well i probably shouldn't tell the company please don't i'll never mention the company again but after i do depart I am going to speak on more about the corporate things. So I was going to do a video about corporate, but I was like, they might fire me. Um, let me find something else too. And facts, we can, we can really talk about it. Cause I think we got lucky with being with like an okay company. Yeah. But like, I know some people out there have it really bad and we, we got lucky, but there's still things that go on that it's like, uh, it's corporate. Discrimination cases would be through the roof. Okay, so um, I thank y'all for tuning in today. I'm sorry, I'm yelling into the mic. I've been yelling for a minute. I'm so sorry, y'all. But I, I think y'all practice her soft voice earlier too. Go ahead. I talk like that sometimes, but I have to be really like connected, not to you, but like to what I'm saying. So I thank y'all for tuning in. <laughs> I pray y'all keep returning. Um, this was kind of a long one. I'm not sure how long the second one was, but I'm going to get the first one uploaded um, Thursday. This one probably go up on tomorrow's Thursday. Um, oh, sorry, it'll be up tomorrow. Uh, this part two will be up Saturday, Sunday, either Sunday or Tuesday, because we're doing new pod days, and then I'm doing another pod, mm. recording another pod um, this Saturday. So. I'm doing very well. I'm going crazy. But yeah, this was Janae. Not going to say nothing? This is me. Um, I told y'all way too much about my life just now. but Actually, you didn't say enough, so we'll have her back one day. We're going to have to have everybody back because actually filming, even though this is longer than an hour, filming for just one hour, you don't really get to like dive deep into somebody. Mm -mm. But like when I be watching pods, they normally only do an hour. That's not long enough. But why isn't it long enough? So like venture off and talk about other stuff. Maybe that's what it is. I think you need to learn how to like stay on topic. But we'll get to that. No, I kind of prefer the venture off versus. But maybe I I was thinking too, I need to cut it into different segments. Like maybe cut like, um, like, so how we first started off, make that just an individual segment. Yeah. And then keep you talking about yourself as the main podcast episode. I like it. But that's going to have to wait until I get an editor because who finna do all that work? Not me. Next but yeah. Second job. It's going to do all that work. This is your life. Don't make that face. Um, Don't make that face. Sorry, y'all. Um, what was I about to say? Yeah, remember, I am humble enough to know I require growth in all areas, but I am confident enough to know that it will happen. So I thank y'all for tuning in, and I will see y'all on either tuesday or sunday yeah okay bye (laughs) y'all